Hello, welcome to Talking to the Mic, sponsored by RSN Sports and Parmar. Today's guest is a extremely successful high school basketball co- ball coach, a very humble man, and he has a, a bunch of wins, state championships, and I want to welcome to the program longtime poker coach, athletic director, my coach, mentor, and friend, Alan Osborne. Hey, Don Mike, can you hear me? I can hear you fine, coach. Hey, thank you for uh, talking to me today. We had a conversation earlier in the week talking about the concerns of COVID-19 with high school athletics, high school students, the WVSAC, SSAC, and I thought it would be good to get you on here to give your perspective. You're currently coaching at Pogo High School, and so you know what's going on. So, Coach, here's your chance, buddy. Well, I don't know if I know what's going on or not, but I appreciate you having me on. No, the uh, concerns of the coaches across the state, the people that I've talked to, uh, you know, we've conditioned, and we were ready to start practice this Monday, and our kids were ready to go, and – and uh the governor passed a executive order that we can't come out till January the 11th. And, you know, we understand the moving back of the games in the season because of the current COVID-19 situation, the virus is spreading. But what we don't understand is not being able to get our kids into the gym and work them out. And, you know, we've done that um, pretty successfully since June. And secondly, you know, you, kids are in school now and there's 15, 20 kids in a classroom, uh, 50, you know, and a gym's a lot bigger than a classroom. And we just think we can get our kids in there and work them out and have masks and, and really be safe. And my concern for our guys is they're going to go to the YMCA. They're going to go to the rec center. They're going to go out and play in places where there's no supervision. And a lot of times there's no mask worn and, they're more susceptible to catching the virus there than they are with us. And I just think uh, the coaches across the state, the ones I've talked to, have been very diligent about following the protocols that were set out. And uh, we just like to continue to work with our kids. And uh, I think the WVSSAC has done a great job with a lot of tough situations. And I think they're going to try to work with the governor to try to get us some workout time. And hopefully that will occur. Uh, that's a terrific insight, Coach. And it's been my experiences that, like you said, being very diligent, coaches will enforce the rules. And players will respond to coaches if they have to wear a mask, if they have to wash their hands. And you made a great point. The gym is a lot bigger than a classroom. Yeah, I tell you, you know, our kids, like, we've had them in masks and, and nobody's, I mean, they don't like wearing them, but that's, you know, they, they'll do anything to be able to have a season. And so the kids, the kids have adapted pretty good. And, and you know, I think everything really went well in the schools and, and in the sports programs, football and basketball. And, and uh, for the major part of it, you know, the schools and sports aren't the spreaders. And, uh, that's what's really concerning me about the decisions about schools and sports. I think they're in a safe environment in school. I think they're in a safe environment with their coaches. And uh, I just think, you know, out here in the communities where it's spreading, not out in the schools and the communities, in the, in the gyms and in the football fields. And 
you know, we just, our football team just got disqualified uh, because of their color code and in the map and zero cases in the school, zero cases on the football team. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to explain that to kids. It's hard for them to understand that uh, when you're, they do everything they've been told to do and asked to do. And then all of a sudden it's just the rugs pulled out from under them. It's, it's hard. And especially at a school like poker that has had success in football and basketball, looking to make a state title run in both sports. Uh, last year's player of the year, uh, his brother, uh, that was Ethan Payne, his brother Toby Bain being recruited by the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC. So uh, Ethan had has committed to Marshall. So those were two players that were looking to have big seasons. And like you say, the rug's been pulled out from under them. And I hated that. They've missed the recruiting experience uh, that most of us have went through or some of us went through. But, I, again, I don't know the answer either, Coach. Well, like I say, uh, those football guys only got to play five games. And, and again, we, we understand and we, we want to do what's right. We, you know, there's, there's a whole lot more important things in sports, but – uh, you know, it just seems like schools and sports are getting singled out and and uh, not being able to do the things. And we're out here plugging away and doing the right things and really going over and beyond the call of duty to, to be able to play and participate. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really hard to, to explain that to these kids today. Hey, you did everything you're supposed to do. You wore your mask. You were isolated. You stayed six feet away. You drank out of your own water bottle. You used your own towel. Uh, you know, did all the right things, and then, you know, it's just, it's just hard for, for kids to understand that. You know, usually in this world, when you do the right things, you usually get rewarded. Yeah, that's, you know, it's a time in our life, in our lifetime, that is as bad as it's been. And, you know, once again, you, you make very valid points, and at the same time, they're having to do everything they can to protect the kids, the teachers, uh, limited the fans. I, I don't know what the answer is, Coach. It, it's commendable that you're doing all the right things, and I know you well enough that when you say you're doing them, you're doing them. When you say you ask your team to do it, they're doing it. So uh, you're certainly not to fault, Coach. Well, I appreciate it, but, you know, it's uh, – you know, and I understand the seriousness of the situation. Everybody does. And um, guys, dog, we don't we don't want our kids out here. I mean, if it comes down between their health and playing basketball, their health is going to be our priority. But uh, we just we just want to keep them safe, and we want to keep them with us, and and uh, make sure they're doing the right things. And and you know, if they're not with us, we don't know what they're doing. We're you know, that's that's, that's my major concern. And uh, I understand. Uh, the governor's standpoint, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in his position at all. He's got tough decisions to make, tough calls to make, and uh, it's um, uh, it's tough. It really is. And, and uh, But on the other hand, I think, you know, you, you do all the right things and be, do the right things, and everything seems to be going well, and, and it doesn't turn out well, I guess is the best way I can say that. <laughs> Coach, do you think the public is aware – of just what you said about the kids are probably safer in the school, in the gym than they are in the community. And 
let me also add to that. I've been around long enough to know that there's probably parents out there that are encouraging their kids to just go and do and disregard the mask, etc. Well, I sure hope they're not, but uh, you're probably right on that. But I think that I think most of the public, especially the parents whose who's, um, children are involved in extracurricular activities, athletics, you know, band, cheerleading, things like that, they're well aware of uh, the safety issues. They're well aware of that. Uh, you know, the coaches are really just going over and beyond the call of duty again to to make sure their kids are safe and. Um, and I, I think most of the public knows that, and, and uh, it's just uh, like I say, we—that's what concerns me. I know what's going to happen if they're in the gym. I know where they're at. I know who they're with, uh, and it's—it's uh, it's a big factor for me. Well, Coach, I certainly appreciate you coming on. I hope to have you on in the future. Well, I really appreciate you. I, I can. How did I do as an interviewer? I, I'm telling you, I'm, you did great. Uh, I was going to try to get in that double pick somewhere in our talk. How you said screeners, <laughs> one of the best, well, one of the best screeners we ever had at Polka High School basketball. Called him double pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for people that don't know, I was six foot four and weighed three hundred pounds and played varsity basketball and loved it. Yeah, and what coaches referring to? I was so big and set such a hard pick. Another coach called me double pick one time, <laughs> and that name has stuck. And, uh, you know, for athletes out there that are listening, Mm. if you don't have to stay or think you need to specify in one sport, I strongly encourage you to be an athlete. And basketball helped me as a football player as much as anything. Yeah, I can remember recalling that story you talked about when South Carolina was recruiting you. Won't you tell everybody yeah. about that one? <laughs> well, uh, what Coach is referring to, I was called out of class one day to meet with a coach, and it was the number two ranked South Carolina. And as he started to put the film on the projector, that's how old we are, film and projector, I told him, I said, look, Coach, I have to go. And he said, where do you have to go? I said, I have basketball practice. And he said, are you on the team or do you play? And I said, well, I'm a two-year starter, captain of the team this year. And he stuck his hand out. He'd run about 20 feet of film, and he struck his hand out, and he said, I want to offer you a scholarship to the University of South Carolina. <laughs> so that that uh, that's a true story. And I tell, try to tell people that, that maybe don't want to uh, or want to specialize in one sport. And that's certainly their prerogative, but I, being an athlete helped me tremendously. Uh, best known as a football player, but I probably played well, I'm sure, as more basketball games at Pogue High School than I did football games. Yeah. Well, it was enjoyable coaching. I always had a good attitude, work ethic was really good. And those were good days. Remember them well. <laughs> well, appreciate it, Coach. I tried hard. Loved it. Loved, loved playing basketball. Well, Coach, I'll tell you what. Since you're my guest, you get to pick between box A and box B for your prize. Well, I'll take box A. <laughs> box A, Coach, 
It's an old mouthpiece that I wore in 1982. <laughs> Box B, <laughs> Box B, was a round trip around the world, all expenses paid. Well, I tell you what, it's my luck. But I'll so, see me that mouthpiece, and I'll put it in a trophy case. Well, here's here's the problem, with that coach. You have to send me a self-addressed stamped in <laughs> to receive your prize, or you can donate it back. <laughs> no, I want that. I want that. <laughs> hey, Coach, my guest has been Alan Osborne. Much appreciated. A, a voice of reason, a voice of experience. Uh, the guy knows what he's talking about on and off the court. And I want to thank him again. Brought to you by RSN Sports Network, Best in the Business, and Parmar. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you, Mike. Talk to you later. Keep in touch. Yes, sir.